Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. This is a special report and we'll be having a look at the year ahead for the FX market. I'm Cristina Marujos. With me today is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Sejigiriakos. With inflation soaring, Mario's and central banks moving towards higher interest rates, it looks like relative monetary policy and volatility might be the main themes for the FX market in the new year. Let's start by having a look at the US dollar. It came through all the uncertainty this year with flying colors. Would you consider it one of the potential winners of the new year? Hello, Christina. Yes, definitely, at least in the early part of the year. So let me explain. This year, we've seen the dollar stage a spectacular performance. It gained 10% against the Japanese yen. As investors started to price in rate increases by the Fed, essentially, to control inflation. Now, looking into 2022, I think that this pattern of relative monetary policy could continue to support the dollar. The US economy is absolutely booming. The labor market is really tight. Inflation is soaring. Consumption has been really strong. And all of that enables the Fed to raise interest rates multiple times. We also have the prospect of global growth slowing down. So growth elsewhere slowing now that government spending is fading. And usually that sort of environment favors the dollar as well. Overall, I think that the output of the dollar is positive in the early stages of the year, but I also don't think we're going to see the spectacular performance from this year being repeated. I think we're going to see some gains, but they're going to be more minor compared to what we've seen this year. And specifically, the dollar could outperform the currencies whose central banks will not be raising rates, which of course are the euro, the Japanese yen, and the Swiss franc. So I'm pretty confident in the dollar performing in the early stages of the year. But looking further out, let's say towards the middle of the year and beyond, there are a couple of things that could clip the dollar's wings. One of them is inflation. If we see inflation cooling down at some point in the middle of next year, you know, as energy prices come down and supply chains start to correct, that could cause the markets to dial back their expectations for powerful Fed rate increases. And of course, we also have the US midterm elections coming up and it looks like the Republicans are going to take control of both chambers of Congress. That means less government spending that could help cool U.S. yields and by extension the dollar's interest rate advantage. So long story short, I think the dollar can perform in the first half of the year, but after the middle of the year, it starts looking much more difficult. That's really interesting, Mario. So on the other hand, though, we have the euro, which you mentioned. It's at the mercy of the European Central Bank, which has made it very clear it won't be raising rates in 2022. Are we heading into a difficult year for the single currency? Again, Christina, I think it's going to be a year of two halves for the euro as well. So we might see some weakness early on, but later in the year we could see a recovery. So let's take it step by step. The European economy is really fragile right now. Pandemic restrictions have returned. Economic growth doesn't look very spectacular. And wage growth also remains very muted. So that means inflationary pressures, organic inflationary pressures, are not that strong in the eurozone. As a result, the European Central Bank will almost certainly continue asset purchases and is very unlikely to raise interest rates during the year. So that implies a relative central bank policy could work against the euro. But at some point towards the end of the year, I think there's scope for a rebound. 
why at some point the European labor market might get rolling, we might see wages starting to fire up finally, and that could cause speculation for rate increases by the European Central Bank in 2023. Now, if that also coincides with peak inflation in America, it might be enough for euro dollar to recover. And the final element of all this is that we have politics on the agenda, we have French elections in April, and it's going to be a very contentious election. President Macron will have a hard time, according to opinion polls, and depending on the outcome, we're probably going to see some decent moves in the euro. Let's cross into the United Kingdom now. The Bank of England gave us a surprise rate increase last week, and markets are pricing in three more in the next year. Could this be beneficial for the pound, and are there any risks hanging over the currency's outlook? Well, I think that relative monetary policy is actually not going to be that important for the British pound. So right now, the markets are pricing in, like you said, another three rate hikes from the Bank of England. I think that's more or less realistic, considering the economy is doing quite well right now, even though we've seen some COVID restrictions return. So when a central bank is fairly priced, in a sense, usually it's other elements that will drive the currency. And in the pound's case, that could be global risk sentiment. Throughout the pandemic, we've seen the pound have a pretty strong correlation with risk sentiment and what stock markets are doing, for example. And of course, that is explained by the twin deficits that the United Kingdom has, its role as a global investment hub for the rest of the world. So the path for stock markets could really be crucial for the pound. And in that sense, I think that the outlook for the pound is relatively neutral. We have an environment where both monetary and fiscal policy will be losing its punch next year. Asset valuations are really high, so it could be a relatively shaky environment for risk appetite. And finally, Marius, what about the other majors? How could the yen and commodity currencies perform in the new year? Again, Christina, it all comes down to risk sentiment. The yen is a safe haven, of course. It moves in opposite direction to stock markets. Usually, the commodity currencies, the New Zealand dollar, the Canadian dollar, the Australian dollar, all those move in the same direction as stock markets and commodity prices. So what happens with a risk appetite is going to be extremely crucial next year. Now, like we just mentioned, I think we're going to see more frequent volatility episodes as liquidity gets withdrawn from the financial system. For the yen, for example, yes, a relative monetary policy is working against the yen because the Bank of Japan is not going to raise interest rates. So that implies that the overall outlook for the yen is negative, but the right lower might be very violent. I think we're going to see a lot of volatility episodes that benefit the yen. So it could be a bumpy right lower for the Japanese yen. Now for the commodity dollars, monetary policy is really important, but the markets are already pricing in quite a lot of rate increases from their central banks. So it really comes down to how commodity prices perform. Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was a special report on how the FX market is likely to move in the new year. Thanks for watching at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.